Hi everyone. Welcome to the Calm Unity Podcast, a podcast that inspires wholehearted people to expand their capacity for compassion, empathy, and love-centered justice. You'll hear stories and experiences from incredible people of all walks of life. You'll receive practical, inspired guidance and even learn simple rituals to use in your everyday life. We are committed to cultivating a deeper love and sense of unity for the self and for the collective. Let's commit to being rooted, resourced, and ready to meet each moment together. I'm your host, Timber Zaccardi. Thank you for being here. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the first official episode of the Calm Unity Podcast. I am so excited for this project and a little nervous, if I'm being honest. I've been carrying and nurturing this idea for a very long time, and now that it's finally making its way into the world, I'm feeling a lot of feelings about it. But mostly I'm excited and leaning into a lot of trust. So if we don't know each other already, I'm Timber. I currently live in the state of Utah, where I was born and raised. I live on the traditional and ancestral homelands of the Shoshone, Paiute, Goshute, and Ute tribes. Utah is actually home to eight distinct tribal nations. Of course, the colonization of our land is not the fault of any of us personally living today, but acknowledging the indigenous people who still live on and love this land is an important gesture of recognition and respect. Land acknowledgements are an important first step, and it meant a lot to me to include it at the beginning of this podcast. And also, if we truly want to learn to decolonize and be in right relationship to the land and the indigenous people, we must also support them in policy and practice, as well as reconcile with our own ancestry. Anyway, I look forward to unpacking all of that in future episodes. So I have a partner named Josh. Um, We have been married for almost 14 years, and I am a mother to my four children. I have three daughters and a son. I became a mom at 18, which means that my oldest is 14 years old now, and that's kind of wild. (laughs) We could do a whole episode on young motherhood and raising teenagers during this cosmically wild time. The mother archetype has always been a part of me, even before I gave birth for the first time. Motherhood and partnership have also been incredible catalysts for learning to belong to myself first and foremost. This exploration of giving love and grace to every part of my own being has truly deepened and refined my relationships as a mother and as a partner. I am an Enneagram type one, and my Clifton, my top Clifton strengths are belief and connectedness. So it's almost like I was made for a project like this. I am a very multi-passionate woman, and even though the jobs and roles that I've held and created for myself over the years have wildly varied, I have always found myself in places and positions where I am able to hold safe space for others. I have been so many things, from hairstylist to coffee barista to aromatherapist to most recently a mentor and community facilitator for women. I've been incredibly inspired this year 
to reevaluate and even completely rebuild my business in a way that is informed by joy and justice and flourishing. And I look forward to having a few new offerings available towards the end of the year. But I want you to know that I have two non-negotiable tenets for when I'm engaging with or working with someone or a group that I am bringing to this podcast. Number one, I am committed to seeing the humanity of the person in front of me and being curious about the systems and influences that have informed them as a person and their behavior. And number two, I believe that most people are doing the best they can with what they have and what they know up to this point in their life and their journey. And each person's journey is their own. My job and intent is not to change anybody's mind, but to live into my own humanity and experiences and embody the most authentic expression of myself that I can as I evolve. And there is a caveat to this. I also reserve space for myself to disengage if I'm encountering or engaging with someone who refuses to see my humanity. And if we accomplish nothing else with this podcast other than to help you see the humanity and the love and the joy in someone else by listening to their unique story, then I've done my job. This is a huge reason why I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted an opportunity, selfishly, um, to have rich and meaningful conversations with people and to hold space for them and share their stories and their missions in life. And I am so excited to bring you conversations with some truly culture-changing and culture-making folks. So in this episode, I'm going to indulge my musings a little bit and tell you about the intention um, and the purpose for this podcast and why I believe that this is the exact right time for it. Speaking for myself and friends of this podcast who you'll hear from very soon, we are culture changers, culture makers, and community helpers. We believe that we must recognize and name the conditioning that operates inside of us, often without our consent, if we're walking a path of liberation. Together, we are going to figure out how to hold complexity and nuance, neutrality and duality, and bridge the deep divides that we are experiencing. And this doesn't mean that the goal is to always agree on everything, right? But maybe we can learn to disagree with openness and grace. So let's define community real quick. I hope you appreciate my play on words here. (laughs) I am kind of a word nerd and I love a fun word play, but words can carry so much weight and meaning. They truly weave magic and intention into our lives. So The word calm is defined as peaceful, especially in contrast to confrontation. It is presence of mind and equanimity. And the word unity is defined as the state of being united or joined as a whole. I have added integration of self and of community. So calm unity for me means revolution and remembering It has sort of become a mantra for what I want to embody and the type of person that I intend to be every day when I wake up 
So while I believe in the name and the intention that I have for this podcast, I also want to be really clear. Community is not about bypassing. We can be both calm and operate from a desire for unity with strength and courage and conviction. And this will almost always require curiosity about each other, about our fears and the darker parts of ourselves. And it will require passion and energy and even anger sometimes. So to embody this, it's really our job to discern intuition from fear. Okay, moving on. (laughs) The Community Podcast is really about building empathy and proximity to others and a sense of connectedness through conversations and storytelling, tending to our grief and embracing our joy in order to take part in the envisioning and creating of a new world. I believe that storytelling and compassionate communication are also powerful tools that help us weave our ancestral lineage into our modern lives and embrace our own stories as future ancestors. We all carry ancient magic and wisdom and love inside of us. We have been conditioned to find and maintain our proximity to power as a society and largely and unfortunately stripped of our deeper heritages and ancestry, but we can reclaim these deeper parts of ourselves. Um, This part of me is really attracted to my Italian lineage and ancestry and because I've had a you know extra time on my hands during this age of COVID (laughs) um, I've been taking some time to dive a lot deeper into that part of myself and my history and that part that lives in my DNA and it's been really fun and exciting and it's also been liberating to learn more about this ancient knowledge that lives inside of me and has, again, really kind of liberated me from the desire to culturally appropriate (laughs) practices um, and things like that from cultures that aren't my own and learn to embrace where I did come from. So anyway, when we can meet ourselves more deeply this way, we can also meet others more deeply. And when we can learn history and context, we are more equipped to see and think through a critical lens. And this is liberation. Also, in this podcast, we will discuss themes that are of real interest to me, um, including themes of cultural conditioning, patriarchy versus matriarchy, and how that shows up in our lives, and how we can embrace the divine feminine energy that is emerging at this time. We will talk about community care and self-care and learning to nurture those conversations within us in order to build, you know, self-awareness, wholeness, and really expand our capacity to attend to the world. And I'm going to take a moment here to share my joy at this time because as of this recording, it's November 2020 and we just had our elections and I'm really excited and grateful to be witnessing this time in history. We are seeing our first female woman of color and daughter of immigrants be elected to the vice presidency of the United States. We often don't realize when we're living through history but 2020 has been nothing if not historical. And also 
I can't let this joy and even relief that I feel lead to complacency. Um, I think we've come too far up to this point to sit back down. We have a lot of work ahead of us, not only in regards to our country's progress, but equally as important are our relationships to each other. And I'm hoping the conversations and work we do through this podcast will serve in the continued fight towards joy and justice and progress. I think most of us are ready to talk more about what can be rather than what is or what isn't in this moment. And listen, as a white woman who understands that mostly white women will be my listeners, we also need to have some honest dialogues about our roles in society, our impact, our proximity to power, and our fears of change and progress. And by the way, when I say we, I'm speaking to myself and other white women. (laughs) So as a demographic, we do uphold systems of oppression that were designed to prioritize our well-being, second, of course, to white straight men. We need to understand and embrace that we are a powerful demographic and decide what kind of impact we are personally committing to going forward. It's never too late too late to open our hearts and our minds and expand our capacity to emotionally accept that maybe we've been wrong sometimes. <laughs> um, to be willing to look through a different lens, one that's colored by someone else's experience that looks really different from our own. So I want to ask the question, do we want to be right or do we want to get it right as many times as it takes? I am going to be honest. There are very real, very corrupt influences of predatory disinformation at play that have been feeding on our instincts and of love and protection. And this has absolutely swayed the way that we engage with others. I am seeing so much harm being done to people and communities, and I've been directly harmed as a result of this. So we're going to talk about hard and uncomfortable topics. And yes, politics is not only extremely timely at this moment, but it directly affects our lives and the lives and well-being of people all over the country, specifically marginalized groups and identities and people that we will never meet and will never be able to relate to outside of simply choosing empathy. This political climate and the toxic conspiracy-laden culture that we're wading through does not value our individual and communal humanity. I'm really hoping we can push up against some of these forces and help us see how important it is right now not to disconnect from each other, not to disconnect from our deeper divine knowing, or from our humanity. So I'm here to tell you, beloveds, that we can commit to doing no harm and taking no shit. I believe that we are seeing what we are seeing play out is a dying patriarchal power dynamic that is doing everything it can to cling to its power over position. Uh, Brene Brown talks about transformative leadership. And she says that transformative leadership is power to, power with, and power within, as opposed to this power over dynamic that has really reached a peak at this time. But we are entering a new time 
we are transitioning as if through the birth canal. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have felt a massive change in energy the past few days. Um, it's just the beginning of the second week of November 2020, and there has been a definite shift in energy. I feel the rising of the divine feminine matriarch energy. We are being asked to embrace our softness and our strength, a love and leadership that will hold duality and nuance and complexity. We are being invited to expand our own capacities. We are the ones who are going to change the narrative, change the culture, and cultivate new hope for our children. At the end of the day, my hope is that we can participate in and consume all of this from a place of learning and understanding that knowledge is power and that critical thinking often helps to quell a lot of our fears and our worries. So it's time to divest from the harmful patriarchal conditioning. It's time to own our compassion and our power. So I would love to hear your thoughts too. And if you have any questions or specific topics you'd like to hear discussed in future episodes, uh, please feel free to email me or send me a direct message on Instagram. All the links to connect with me and this podcast are in the show notes for you. And this is all I have for you today, but I can't wait to talk again soon. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to see new episodes automatically. And if you have a moment, please leave a rating and a review. This will help more people to see and hear this podcast and to grow our empathy initiative. You can also stay connected by opting into the email companion. The link to that is in the show notes. You'll receive a love letter with podcast musings and bonus content about twice a month. Talk soon, beloveds.